Uh, my name is Hanny Morrow from Simple Podcast Press. I'm super excited to be here. Uh, I'm representing Canada here. My co-partner, um, Corey Coates from Podfly Productions, unfortunately had a, a bit of an injury yesterday. He had to bail out. Um, he hurt his shoulder pretty bad. And he's on some serious medication, and um, he said it wouldn't be good. I thought it'd be pretty funny if we had him on here with medication, but I said, no worries. I'll take the reins. Uh, I'll hold the fort, and uh, we'll make this happen. So... Yeah, so I want to talk to you guys. Well, before we get started, uh, I just want to do a little thank you to the sponsors. So, like International Podcast Day wouldn't be here without the sponsors. And our, our, we want to thank our platinum sponsors, Podcasters Paradise, our gold sponsors, Appendipity and Spreaker, and our silver sponsors, Simple Podcast Press, Ringer, and Scatter Radio. I mean, without the support, uh, International Podcast Day wouldn't be possible. So if you want to check out some discounts that all these guys are offering, if you head on over to internationalpodcastday.com slash supporters, and you can see, you can see all the discounts they're offering for the special event. All right. So let me just get the ball rolling here. I wanted to talk about some productivity, a little bit of automation tips with podcasting. So podcasting, there's a lot of, a lot of pieces in the wheel, like a lot of pieces that are involved in making a podcast happen. So as much as you can automate, um, you know, automate in a good way. You don't want to automate something and not follow through with it. And I'll talk a little bit about that later, but you want to make sure you automate some things, uh, the redundant tasks and save yourself some time, focus, put your main focus, your main energy right into the content. And that's what you want to be doing. You want to be producing amazing content. That's really what it's all about. Uh, without the content, you can have the best automation. You can have the best production. Without content, it's no one's going to listen. And if they do listen, they're not going to stick around long enough. So the whole po- point of automation is to save you time and keep your focus and your energy on the content. So I'm going to start off with kind of some of my tips, walking through kind of from the beginning and going all the way down to kind of like all the steps from, you know, project management, initial concept down to, you know, artwork and then publishing distribution. I'm going to share about 10 or so tips and then I'd like to open it up. I mean, I want to, I want to hear what you guys have to hear. I want to, if I can get people on to contribute, give me their tips, give me their um, tools that they use that, that help them save time. It's all about saving time, right? So I'm going to open it up a little bit later on, um, you know, time permitting. So, Let's do this. So for me, I've, I've been involved in podcasting for probably about two and a half years. So not do not have my own podcast yet, but I do. I got started in podcasting, helping people edit and produce their podcast and eventually learn how to, you know, the publishing of the podcast and what's involved there. And, um, and then I got into more on the software side, which is the simple podcast press, which is one of the automation tools that I created and, so I'm going to talk about, I'm going to start from the top. So let me start with, you know, initial idea. When you have an idea for a podcast, um, you know, what tools can you use to coordinate? What I mean by that is like, you're not necessarily doing all the work for the podcast. You may be recording and you may be having a virtual assistant help you do the editing. Uh, you may have other people help you kind of write the show notes. So what kind of tools would you use to kind of help coordinate all that? And also, the same tools can be used for brainstorming. You, know, you might have some ideas of topics you want to talk about, but it'd be great to have like 
a nice tool. You can come in, log in, and dump your ideas in there, and and then kind of help sort them in a way so you can actually you know produce the content. So here we go. So I'm going to call this like preparation and project management type tools. So I like to try to stick to free tools when I can. So the two that I recommend are Trello. So if you go to Trello.com, T-R-E-L-L-O, it's like a project management, kind of a glorified to-do list type app. It's free, but the cool thing is very visual. You have these cards. You literally have these like almost like you have a bulletin board and you're pinning cards on it. So it's a great way, and, and they come in different columns. So imagine a column for podcast episode ideas and a column for maybe your schedule, like for example, you know, the uh, release dates, you kind of list them this way. So the idea is you dump, you type these cards in and then you can literally drag and drop across these different columns. And, you know, one, one way is, is almost like your, your workflow. So that if you have an idea, once you produce the content, you can drag it to another column called produced. And then once it's you know, edited, you can drag it to another column called edited. So you can manage the flow of a particular episode from idea to all the way to production. And now the cool thing about Trello is, uh, besides being free, is that it's, you can share with people. So if you have a virtual assistant, you can share this board. They call them Trello boards. Share them with people, and um, you can have them update and monitor what's going on as well. So it's a great collaboration tool. So that, that's my number one tool. I use it for my software as well, like the software development that happens. I use Trello for sure. I love this tool. It's very visual. The next is kind of it's kind of obvious, but I don't know if a lot of people use it. It's it's a um, the Google Docs, which is basically you know your Google well, Word Word equivalent, Excel equivalent, but right online. So you can use Google Docs to do documentation, uh, you know, write notes, write ideas. But you, know, you can also have a spreadsheet on there, which is cool. You can share the spreadsheet, really cool. Um, but the, the little bit, something more useful about Google Docs is it has a drive, a Google Drive component. So, you know, it's all under one account. So you can have your documents, your Excel, and then you can upload. If you have an editor, you can upload your audios right to Google Drive, paste the link in uh, your Excel document so your editor knows which episode belongs to which, uh, which, which audio belongs to which episode. So... Uh, Google Google's great, and of course, it's free. If you have a Google account, it's absolutely free, and you can share it. Um, I'm just kind of browsing through the comments here. Um, we have one called MeisterTask.com, M-E-I-S-T-E-R Task. I've never heard of it, but I'm curious to check it out. So there's a lot of cool tools out there. Don't, don't get caught up. I mean, I'm recommending two that I use, but don't get caught up on a tool. Just pick one that's easy to use, that's very, to me, visual, I like visual and uh, just go with it. Rock and roll, you know, get it done and, and be consistent with it. Don't, don't be shopping around, pick one and go ahead and make it happen and, and just be consistent with it because your team, especially if you have a team, you don't want to keep confusing them by switching tools every, uh, every couple of weeks or that kind of deal. All right. So Trello, Google Docs or Google, Google's tool sets. So google.com slash, uh, I think it's drive or docs. You can you can Google it. You'll find it. Okay, so now we've got our whole you know tips and our whole project management all sorted out. So you know, first thing you want to do is well, not first. One of the first things you want to do is kind of create some artwork for your podcast. This is I'm assuming you're starting from scratch, or you maybe you're doing a re a rebranding or a relook for your podcast. So a couple of tools here I recommend. 
Um, one is called Canva, C-A-N-V-A. Again, it's very simple to use and it's free. And it does have a iTunes cover template, so it gives you the right dimensions. And now Canva is really cool because they come with templates. You can kind of pick a template, start with that, um, tinker with it, make it better, customize the way you like, and then you can export that image, which is really, really cool. Now, it's also important to not only your cover art, not the actual uh, podcast cover art, but you may be doing, you might have a show notes page, page on your website that you send people to. You might have a different graphic for that. So it's all, so Canva is a great tool. You can pick your dimensions or you can pick from standard uh, dimensions, like maybe like a Facebook post dimensions. Um, you can pick, you know, Twitter posts. So they have all these predefined templates. Um, and Canva is just awesome. Awesome. And people are saying, I don't know what I'd do without Canva. It's, it's a great tool. It's, it's free. It's, um, it's, it's very intuitive. I like, that's what I like about it. And it's very visual and they have a lot of templates is the key is that you don't have to design from scratch. Um, another one, which is new to the market, I'm just going to mention it quickly. I haven't had a chance to play the too much, but it has more automation built in. Um, it's called relay that, um, relay that dot relay that.com. It's worth checking out as well. It's not free, but it's a worth, it's a good tool that will kind of let you design something and spit it out. Uh, into different formats automatically. So the right size is for Facebook, Twitter. You don't have to redo the artwork. It's going to respin it for you and, and take care of that for you. And actually, it's a great one. I hear, I see a comment about Pixlr, P-I-X-L-R.com. I am a huge fan of that. Pixlr.com, think of it as your Photoshop replacement. So if you're not designing like these template-based things, you're designing, you want to edit something very specific in a, in a graphic, Head on over to pixlr.com, P-I-X-L-R. It's a free tool, and uh, you can do everything online. It's really cool. It's really powerful. And if you're familiar with Photoshop, it'd be a very seamless, uh, very very seamless transition to start playing around with Pixlr. All right. Um, okay. So those are the kind of the, there's a lot more. I mean, you can Google forever and find a ton of tools out there. But just like before, pick a tool you get comfortable with. Pick something that that you find easy, you know, don't go based on other people's recommendations, try it out. If you like it, um, stick with it. Um, so, you know, Canva and relay that are the two tools that, you know, I've, I've played around with and I, you know, I recommend checking out. Okay. So now we got our work. Um, this may, these may be slightly out of order. My notes might be slightly out of order, but you know, one thing you want to do, you know, once you've got your artwork, uh, you want to, uh, you get it set up on a platform for your podcast. So you, you, on your Lipson or your Podbean, Spreaker, whatever platform you're using or Blueberry, uh, whatever your platform you're doing, it generates a podcast feed for you. And that's really the feed is just is what drives iTunes and what drives Stitcher. So once in a while, um, especially, you know, if you're in the beginning, maybe something, sometimes your feed may quote unquote break or something might happen and then you notice iTunes stops updating or you, iTunes or Stitcher or whatever, whatever directory doesn't, is not showing your latest episode. And you kind of hit the panic button because you just published it. And you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. How come no one can see my latest episode? Um, this, I, I reckon there's a, a free tool out there that comes in handy. I mean, hopefully, you know, fingers crossed, you don't need this. Now, hopefully everything goes well and everything's all good. Nothing wrong with your feet. But... If you do happen to have an issue with your feed and you want to see what's going on, 
Uh, maybe the text is not showing up properly. Maybe the latest episode is not showing up. You check out castfeedvalidator.com. That's castfeedvalidator.com. It's a free tool. Uh, you can put in your podcast feed directly, or you can even search for your podcast uh, feed on iTunes. If you if you don't know your feed, maybe you just put the name of your iTunes uh, podcast and it'll look it up for you. Really cool tool. It shows you very visually. I'm a very visual person, so very visually, it'll give you a listing of all your episodes and it gives you, you know, the title and a link to the audio. It's a good way to test, to check, to make sure things are, you know, are working the way they are. And like I said, this is a tool that hopefully, knock on wood, you don't need it. Uh, yeah, castfeedvalidator.com. That's right. Um, so that is uh, a great way to check to make sure that things are running in the unlikely event that something goes wrong. Okay, so um, we talked about artwork. We talked about project management. We talked about artwork and graphics for your site. Talked about checking your feed. Now, you know, what are some tips for audio editing? Uh, this is kind of a big component. If you do your own audit, audio editing, it's, it's, it's probably one of the most time-consuming. Besides the recording, it's probably one of the most time-consuming pieces, depending on the length of your episodes and how much editing you do. Um, I'm, you know, I'm going to say now I'm not a, an audio editing expert by far. I'm sure a lot of you are way more advanced than myself. But I just wanted to mention something here that it's kind of a generic statement, but it can apply to any audio editing software. And the idea is to create templates. So you want to create a template for your podcast if that fits your podcast style. And what do I mean by a template? Uh, simply, it's, it's a, just a project. It's almost like a dummy project um, that basically has placeholders for the structure of your episode. Simple example, let's say you do an intro. Now you have your generic podcast intro, your music. Then you have uh, a little section where you introduce, you do your own intro for that specific episode. That's kind of another piece in the template. Then you have your actual, or maybe you have a sponsor. Maybe you do your sponsorship bit there, so you have a sponsor. And then you have your actual episode. And then you have maybe some uh, closing words. Like, you know, you summarize the episode at the end, and then you have your closing music, your generic music. So you can set up a project in Audacity or whatever software, and just you can even use your first podcast episode and make it a template. So what do you what what I mean by that is just take the project, save it, save the file, call it, call it template, call it my template. And then every time you edit a new podcast, you can go into your template and open that template file. And then literally just kind of start, you know, deleting the, um, keep the pieces that are generic, like the intro and the outro are probably generic. Um, in, in most, in some people's case, they're very generic. They apply to all the episodes. Keep those and then start like adding uh, or recording those bits specific to that episode and then deleting the one from there. So you literally delete one and you add, you insert it again. So that keeps consistency with your podcast and that helps you not feel like you help you feel like you're more productive because you're not starting from scratch. You're not having to think, Oh, where is that file? That was my, my template file, my uh, intro file or what folder did I put it in? If you open up your template, everything's right there. You just delete the piece that you don't need that doesn't apply to, to that episode. And then you record or you insert the piece that's specific to the episode you're working on. And just make sure you save it as a different file name. 
of course, you don't want to overwrite your template. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it. I don't want to get into audio editing. There's a lot of experts out there. I am uh, just wanted to kind of give people the idea that if you have a little bit of structure in your podcast, consistent flow, create a template. All right. So now we're getting to the fun stuff. So we haven't talked, we've talked more about productivity here, not much on the automation. Um, but I wanted to share some cool, some cool tricks here. So once you got, you know, you got your podcast, you can record podcasts. Are, it's so open. It's so cool. It could be just me here talking on my mic. It could be a video of me talking on my mic. It could be a Skype interview, audio. It could be a Skype interview. Um, Video. It could be a Google Hangout video. It could be. It could be anything, right? Um, ultimately, um, if you're doing an audio podcast, of course, you want to convert whatever you've recorded into an audio. So I'm going to take an example. If you take Google Hangouts, for example, if you do a Google Hangout and that's kind of your primary source of of creating your content, you there's a couple couple of cool things you want to, you might want to know about that will help you be a little more efficient. So you have, yeah, you record the video on Google Hangout. You have the, the, the file will be on YouTube automatically, which is really cool, really convenient because you got an extra, you know, an extra audience to target right on YouTube. But how do you get that video down and how do you convert it into an audio um, without spending a lot of time and spending a lot of money on different tools? So I'm going to talk about that. So basically converting your Google Hangouts or Honestly, any video on YouTube that you own, you can, I'll show you some, some ways to get them, um, get, get them downloaded and converted pretty quickly. So first step is you want to get that video off of YouTube onto your computer to, to, to do the conversion. So um, there's two ways to do that. The regular way and a little more, uh, a little more bulk or a little more uh, automated way. Now the regular way which has limitations, is just go and log into YouTube. On the top right-hand side, I think it's called the Creator Studio. Click there. Somewhere along the left side, you see My Videos. Click there, and you'll see a list of all your videos. And you can there's an option, a little drop-down arrow. You click on it, and you can say Download MP4. I think that's the name of the link, Download MP4. That's cool. That's great. That downloads the original file. So if... Google Hangout, sorry, if you've done your own video, you've uploaded it, it will download the original highest quality file that you uploaded, which is awesome. Now, the cool, the unfortunate thing is YouTube doesn't want you in there taking your videos off of YouTube uh, very easy, um, very regularly. So I think the limit is three, it used to be three. So you can do it three times within an hour or two hours or something along those lines. And after that, you're going to have to wait a few hours or maybe wait the next day. I can't remember exactly. So there's a bit of a limit. So if you're doing one here, one there, it's all good. But if you have a whole library of videos, I'm going to show you a little better way to do that. So in that step, second way, like if you got a big library, this is a really cool tool. It's it's actually a Google tool. It's called Google Takeout, like takeout food. You know, you're going to get some. You basically, you're you're calling Google. You're saying Google, I want to take out all my videos send them to me, deliver them to my house with no delivery charge. So you log in. Uh, I can't remember the exact URL, um, but if you just Google, Google Takeout, uh, you'll find it. And um, it's really cool. You can tell I want all my videos, and you say go, 
And basically what we'll do is send you an email. It might take some time because basically it's gathering everything. It's going to, I think it's going to zip them all up for you. And then it'll send you a link and you can download all your videos in one shot. So that, that is pretty handy if you already have an existing library and you want to get them down to your computer, uh, either for backing up purposes, like to have your own copy, but all, or also if you want them to want to convert them into audio to your audio podcast. All right. So we got the videos. They're sitting on our computer right now. Um, um, before I get into the conversion, there's a couple of um, people are posting some pretty cool tools here. I'm going to do a little shout outs here. Um, equals three, this Twitter handle is saying there's uh, ones that let you download videos that are not yours. So it's like em.savefrom.net. You guys can see the comments. I don't know why I'm reading them. Um, that's a cool tool. Um, I'm personally not a fan of taking videos that I don't own. Um, I just, to be safe, to be totally legal, I just, I'm more interested in downloading my own, my own videos. But if you need to download a video, that's not yours. Just make sure you're not breaking any copyright laws, which is a good chance you might be. So just be careful there what you do with other people's videos. Um, and another one, Clip Converter as well. I've heard of it. I haven't used them. I'm a big fan of, you know, uh, talking about uploading your own content and then downloading it and then repurposing it. All right. We got the video. It's on our computer. What do we do next? There's a bunch of tools out there. There's a lot of tools to um, convert videos to audios um, um your video your audio editing software may be able to do that for you as well um so i like i i'm just gonna go with one that i've used before it's it's mac and it's pc compatible it's free uh it works really well and um actually I think, i'm pretty sure you can do a batch function which means i can queue up you know a bunch of videos and i say convert all these into audios and then i can go have my coffee come back and it'll be good to go. So that's, sorry, that's, I almost forgot to mention the software. That software is called MPEG Stream Clip. So that's M-P-E-G Stream Clip. And you have the option to export it to, if you're on a Mac, it's, I think it's AIFF format or an MP3 format. And, you know, it's cool. It's, um, it's cool because you have, now you have an MP3 version, you have an audio version. Now, yeah, be careful here. You don't want to just literally take that whole video and just uh, put it up as an audio podcast. Right? You've, when you made the video, you have, if you're like me, you're talking with your hands a lot. And, you know, there's a lot of, lot of things that go on on video that you can't communicate in audio. So make sure that you listen to the audio as pure audio. Make sure it fits. And maybe you take clips from that, that, that interview or the video and, um, and actually um, break them up into different pieces and actually like maybe incorporate a whole bunch of videos into one episode or break it up. Yeah, be creative with it, but just, I, unless it really works, I wouldn't just take the audio and then publish as an MP3, at least add your podcast audio intro and, and outro and talk a little bit about it to give context to people. And so they don't feel lost. Okay. What are we doing on time here? I think we're doing all right. About halfway there, and we're about halfway in time. We, all right, so that's cool. We took videos, we got them to audios. It works great if you do video interviews, you want to repurpose content. Now, what if you want to do it the other way around? So what if you want to take your audios, and you want to make a video version of your audio, and 
main purpose being here is you want to upload it on, on sites like YouTube, which can, can hit a different audience. I can get people to, um, get people that may not be listening to your podcast to get exposed to your podcast, to listen to it or, or find it on YouTube. YouTube especially is a very powerful uh, search engine. Obviously Google owns YouTube. So you get it's videos rank really high in Google. So if you have, if you have an audio up there or maybe a snippet of audio up there, a teaser, you can get people listen. You can, people can discover you and, ultimately, you know, link back to your website and subscribe to you on your main channel, which is your audio channel uh, on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever else uh, that you host your audios. So it's not a bad idea to get your audios on converted to videos. Um, there's a, um, there's, you can do it manually. And when I say manually, I mean, you can, a lot of video editing softwares, like uh, I think even Windows Media Maker or Movie Maker that comes with um, Windows, or if you're a Mac like me, you can use I, iMovie. You drag in the um, audio clip. You get a picture. You put them together, and you say export. Um, you know the visual is not very exciting. And usually, the picture would be maybe your guest if you're doing an interview, or a picture of your iTunes cover art. So it's not very exciting to someone who's watching on YouTube. But uh, it's still, I think, it's still a good chance for them to discover you. Now, but that takes time. That takes time to go get all the pieces, put them together, like your audio on your picture, and then click a button. And then it takes time to render or produce the video. And then you got to press upload to YouTube. And that takes some time, depending on your internet connection. So there's a, a pretty cool tool I found. It's free. They call it free, but it's like a $5 donation that they kind of impose on you. But it's still worth it. It's still worth it. It's a time saver. Um, it's not fully automated, but it saves you a lot of time. And the, t- the, the tool I'm talking about is called Tunes to Tube. Tunes, T-U-N-E-S, T-O-T-U-B-E dot com. Um, the idea here is you, you open this page, you connect your YouTube channel. So there's a mechanism for that. You say sign in with Google. It's, it's safe. You know, they don't have access to your password. And then for every episode, you you tell it the MP3 file. You you point to your MP3 file on your computer. You point to the image. There's a couple settings there I can't remember. And then you hit go, and uh, it will make the video and push that up. I'm gonna actually type that into the chat box so if people are having trouble finding it. So tunes to tube. Yeah, so it's a good tool. It's a good tool. It's still a little bit manual, of course, because you have to go in every episode and do this, but it's worth. It's worth checking out. It's worth trying. Uh, it's like, I think it's a $5 donation, and if you don't, I think they watermark your video. Anyways, great tool. Uh, worth Definitely worth trying out. And your audience may be on YouTube, may not be. So it's worth trying, and it's worth discovering to see if they are or not without investing a lot of time and making these fancy videos, and then nobody's yeah, no one's watching them, right? So this is a quick kind of quick hack to get it up there. And then if you're finding a lot of traffic coming from YouTube, you know, maybe you'll make it a little better. Maybe you'll make them a little nicer, a little more engaging. Maybe you'll turn them into teasers. Like maybe you only upload the first 30 seconds and then you put a call to action. You say, hey, you know, come to my website or, or come to my iTunes channel and subscribe. Yeah, you can be creative with it. All right, I'm just going to go through a couple more quick things and I'm going to invite people. I know... Um, MCL rapper who wants to hop on here. Um, but if that's cool, I'm just going to keep with my flow and I'll definitely leave some time for people to hop on. Um, 
So, uh, da, 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 da. so converting audios to videos, we talked about tunes to tube. Now, publishing your podcast. Uh, I didn't talk about that. I kind of skipped that step. There's, I don't want to get into it because there's so many platforms out there. They're all great. They're, you know, all reliable, like the Lipson, Spreakers, Podbean, Blueberry. They all do the hosting. Um, so I'm not going to talk too much about that, but I want to, I want to talk a little bit about some ways you could, um, you know, some tools out there, depending if you're using some of these services, they have some ways to distribute your podcast. And when I mean by, when I mean, when I say distributing your podcast, I don't mean like putting into different directories like Stitcher, that kind of thing. I mean, actually like uploading your, um, uploading your, your podcast into another hosting platform so you can get more exposure, something like SoundCloud and something like YouTube in this case, uh, in, the, in the example we talked about. So just this is more for people who are already using these platforms. So if you're on a Lipson, if you're using Lipson, they have something called destinations. So this is a pretty cool feature. There's a, there's a lot of destinations here that they have implemented. It's really cool. Um, but you want to make sure, um, you want to experiment with these things. So you can set up destinations so that Every time you publish your episode, like you do, to your uh, podcast feed, you can have it send them to different destinations automatically. And one of the destinations is SoundCloud. So if you have a SoundCloud account, I think you need to, I think the free one has limits. So you might need to upgrade your SoundCloud account. I don't know the details. But if you have a SoundCloud account, you can connect it with Libsyn. You can um, have it automatically as soon as you publish your episode just like you normally do, it will deliver it to this destination called SoundCloud, which is pretty cool. It'll upload it there directly. Um, and also Spreaker has this feature as well. Now, another way to distribute your, your podcast is to, um, another cool way, we talked about this audio to video feature, which is really cool. Now, um, Spreaker actually has this built in. So if you're on Spreaker, if you're using Spreaker, you can set it up so that you can have your um have your audios converted to videos and uploaded to YouTube automatically. You don't even have to log in and do anything. So, so uh, Spreaker has a similar idea as Libsyn for this destinations feature, and it's a really cool does. It's a really cool feature, and it's it's well done. It's well done. So Spreaker's, you know, props to Spreaker on that one. It's a great idea, and it's automatic. I'm not sure what tier you have to be in, what level, uh, in terms of their plan, but it's definitely worth checking out. Now, one of we're almost done here. We got kind of two more two more areas I want to cover. So now we got your podcast distributed. You know, it's some tool. I mean, there's, I'm sure there's other tools out there, but I just wanted to touch on Lips and Spreaker because those two that I'm that I'm familiar with. So I'd love to hear if other people have other ways of of adding these um, uploading to sound. I think I think Daniel has a method actually. He put a blog post about it. Uh, that's right. You did, Daniel. So maybe I'll get you on here to talk about that as well. Uh, you figured out a way to kind of hook up your feed, any feed through the Yahoo pipes and get that pushed on to SoundCloud. So I think you you had, you had a pretty awesome video on that, actually. So um, if I can dig that up, I will. And maybe you can. Uh, oh, all right. Good to know. <laughs> but it was there. It was working. I, uh, Daniel's saying that the pipes is shutting down. But um it was it was good while it lasted, I guess. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm curious to hear if there's other ways to, to automate these things. Um, so again, you don't know if it works. You don't know until you try. So you want to get your get your content out there 
on different platforms and you may find you might find a new audience depending what niche you're in you might find a new audience that's uh, that's interested and they may not listen completely on those platforms but it's a way to drive them back to your website or if you don't have a website or back to your you know your podcast feed and so they can subscribe to you and be yeah, true subscribers and followers right on uh, you know on stitcher or, or itunes or whatever their preferred uh, directory is okay let's talk about we talked about getting your content out there but we, now i want to talk about getting your um getting your podcasts onto your website uh, i mean i'm i'm a big believer in having a home base your, your podcast is yours right you want to make sure that you want to have these um you want to have a home base that you send people to so they can consume your content and learn more about you, more about your brand, more about uh, your business if you have a business behind it. So you want to you want to have a website. You want to send people to this website. You want to have a uh, conversation with them. You want to get them on your email list. Uh, so you want to do all these those type of interactions happen on your website. You would do things like SoundCloud distribution and YouTube distribution and all this good stuff. But ultimately, you don't you want them to come back home come back to your home base to really engage with you. So it's just think of these channels like YouTube and the SoundCloud as ways to attract, attract people. And with the ultimate goal was getting them down to your website and having that deeper conversation, whether it's through email, whether it's through maybe initially subscribing, maybe they come to your website and they, they learn more about your podcast. They subscribe on iTunes. They, then you got, you're almost like level two, you're on second base in the relationship. So they're on the listening to you on a weekly basis. And then, okay, you know what? I really like this person. I'm going to go to their site, sign up for their email list and see what else they have to offer, whether it's products, whether it's services, whether it's free content. So yeah, your website's your home base. You want to send people there. So I'm just going to talk about a couple, uh, a couple of things related to your website, some automation tips. Um, first one I'm going to talk about is simple podcast press. Uh, yeah, it's, you know, our product uh, here, my, my, one of my products and, it basically automatically publishes your episodes to your website. It's a WordPress plugin. It works just for WordPress and it, it works with any feed. So if you have, you know, Podbean, Spreaker, any kind of feed, any podcast feed, doesn't matter where you're hosting it. Uh, you can kind of enter your feed. It will, you can have it and it's really fast. You can have it in a few seconds, pull in like a hundred episodes. You'll have a hundred episodes, hundred different pages on your site with an audio player. If you have any images, it'll pull the images in. Um, it's got a lot of cool features, but I'm not here to talk a lot about that, but I just wanted to bring that to your attention that posting to your website can be fully automated um, with simple podcast press. Now, also with Lipson, if you have Lipson, we talked about destinations. So destinations, one of the destinations is your website. So they have that you can set it up, hook it up to your WordPress site. So that every time you publish, they will make the page for you and embed the Lipson player right on there. And, uh, you know, you have that automation as well. So if you're on Lipson, that's an option worth checking out as well. And one thing related to pot, to websites, especially WordPress, because I'm a WordPress guy, um, security has always been an issue. It's always been, security has always been something that you worry about, that people hacking WordPress sites are always updates. It's always... Uh, so you, it's one tool that I want to recommend, one WordPress plugin that I recommend is it's called login limit attempts. Um, so if you're a WordPress person, make a note of this login limit attempts. Basically, if someone tries to log into your website repeatedly 
after a certain number of tries, it, it, it locks them out. So it's a good way to deter these automatic bots or scripts that go in, try to get into your site and try to hack it. It's not foolproof. It doesn't fully cover everything. But just that one plugin alone will, will, it will help. There's a couple out there, but I just want to touch on that one specifically because it's very light. It doesn't take up a lot of WordPress resources. It's a very light plugin and just helps people kind of back off, you know, people trying to uh, log into your site, hacking it, basically tell them to back off. Um, yeah. So, yeah, was that, those are the three things I want to touch on for you know, getting your podcast episode onto your WordPress site. And the last thing I want to do is, so the point of your WordPress site is basically have an episode page. So people call it the show notes page. So people listen and you want to get people who are listening, come down, uh, not come down, come off the headset and go to your site and check out more. So you want to encourage them to get on your site. You want to encourage them to um, read the show notes. So you want to put some decent show notes in there. Um, and show notes just means, you know, a good summary of your podcast, maybe highlight some key areas in your podcast. Um, you make sure that people, this, this extra value, you want to convince people to come to your site um, to get extra value more than just listening, than they get listening on their headsets or in their cars. So, so the show notes page is good because it's really good in the sense that it's very easy for someone to consume your audio. What I mean by that is, especially like I mean, podcasting now is becoming popular more every year, just more and more awareness, like events like International Podcast Day just help build awareness around podcasting. But it's still a large population of the people that don't know what a podcast is. Uh, my family, every time I see them, they're like, what is this podcast thing that you're doing? What is what is it? Tell me more about it. And I've been talking about it for a year now. So, <laughs> so still a lot of awareness to be built around it. But the nice thing about a website is someone can come to this page, whether they are, uh, you know, where aware of podcasts or not, they come to this page and they click a button called play, play button on a regular web page, and they can listen, whether they're on mobile, whether they're on um, their desktop, their computer, it doesn't matter. They can consume your audio very simply with no effort, no software. You don't have to have a podcast app. You don't have to download iTunes. Simple way to consume your content. So that's the power of the website. The website, that's why it's, it's an essential piece to uh, to your podcast. You need to have this website. You need to make it easy for people to consume. And you need to offer people value. And so when you're on social media, it's good to share your, the, your actual MP3 files, um, like the actual link to your MP3 files. So some, like I think Lipson and some of the services, when you share them, directly, they can, you can actually play the episode in Facebook, which is kind of cool. Uh, but that's great. But no one's going to sit through an hour or 30-minute episode on Facebook. They may, they may, they may not, right? So the more important thing is you want to you share your website. Like you want to you basically share the link to this episode page, um, especially if you're doing interviews so your guests can share this specific page and their audience can listen to it very easily. So there's a, there's a plugin. It's free if you're a WordPress user. I'm, I'm going to talk WordPress. I apologize to everybody else who is not on WordPress. Um, I'm going to talk strictly WordPress. That's, that's what I know. That's what I'm comfortable with. Um, basically, it's called Publicize with a Z or Z, as we say in Canada, at the end. Public, publicize. 
Um, it's part of this plugin called Jetpack, which a lot of websites come pre-installed with, a lot of WordPress installs. So Publicize, it's right when you're editing your post, uh, you're ready to publish it. You can connect it to, I think, Google+, LinkedIn, Twitter, maybe Facebook. I'm not sure. I can't remember. You can connect it to social media channels. And so basically, when you actually hit publish, you can automate the process of publishing your episode, uh, sharing your episode on Twitter, LinkedIn, and that kind of cool stuff. So it does that stuff for you automatically. Now, one thing you want to do, um, especially for Facebook, if you're on Facebook, um, you want to make sure that you ha- that your images on your page are have have the right metadata or the right code behind it, so that the image that shows up is the right image on your WordPress site. So when someone shares something, whether you're sharing yourself or someone actually shares something, there's certain code you that you can put into WordPress. You don't have to do it yourself. It's a, there's a plugin, a lot of plugins out there. Search for Facebook. Um, metadata or Facebook open graph. Um, I, I didn't research those plugins exactly, but there's a cu- bunch of plugins. Simple Podcast Press will do this automatically as part of your post, but there's a lot of free plugins out there. And the idea is you, um, especially if you have a featured image, if you have a featured image, like your main image, you can have that automatically become the Facebook image. So when anyone shares that or you share that, you see a nice clean image. You don't see an image of, you know, maybe you're, some real tiny logo or something like that. You see the image you want. And if you have a specific image for each episode, that will show up too. So that's really cool. Um, that's really important. I should say uh, is to have first, you can automate the process using this publicize, uh, publicize feature inside a plugin called Jetpack. Um, and, and then there's a lot of plugins that will have add share buttons, like social, where, social warfare, Daniel's saying it's a great one. But also uh, make sure the plugin is actually setting the right data so that uh, right metadata for Facebook and for Twitter so that the right image shows up. Um, I think the Yoast plugin uh, is a free plugin, Yoast, uh, SEO by Yoast, I think it's called. It's a free plugin. I think it has that option to set that automatically. And it's something you set once and you forget about it, which is cool. And the last tip for sharing and automation, if you guys have not checked this out, you really got to check this out. It's really cool. It's called If This Then That. It's a long name, but the acronym is IFTTT.com. So which stands for If This Then That. So what this means is it's I can build these things called the recipes. And so you got the recipe. So if this thing happens and you can decide, let's say if I make a new WordPress post, I want you to share it on Facebook. Or if the temperature is below this thing, then send a notification. You can connect two different services together and the library of services is just growing and growing and growing and growing. And so there's a lot of ways you can, uh, for example, set it up. So when you upload, if you're using YouTube, uh, you can upload a video on YouTube and you can have it, you know, automatically share that link to Facebook. Um, there's a million things you can do. I haven't played with all the potential yet. Uh, there's a lot of what's called uh, ingredients. So these are the different blocks and you can, you can actually search for recipes right on there. Recipes actually, someone's already designed the recipe for you. So all you need to do is if you're looking for YouTube to Facebook, you just type in YouTube, Facebook, and someone most likely already created this. And you can just kind of just 
click it, use it, connect your YouTube account, Facebook account, and it's automatic. So you don't install anything on your computer. You don't do anything. You just you just set it all up, and you you let it go, and it's it does its work automatically. It hooks up with Twitter. It hooks up with almost everything. So I recommend you check it out. There's a lot of cool recipes that you can use for podcasting for for anything. And if you're on a smartphone, uh, I know iOS. I'm pretty sure I'm, I'm an iOS guy. You can get get an app. You get the IFTTT app, if this and that app, and you can have it send notifications to your phone. Like, oh, what I do is I, I send a motivational text to me every morning. So I can say, text me at 8 o'clock in the morning. Say, you're awesome. You're going to have a great day. You know, kick some butt today. So it's like I get this text every single day on my phone as a text. I can have it as an iOS notification. You can do almost anything connected to email, connected to calendar. There's almost so many cool things you can do. So I really recommend And it's free. That's another cool thing. It's, it's totally free to use. Okay. I got 10 minutes left. I've gone through all I wanted to cover. Um, so I, I'd like to open it up to anybody who wants to hop in or um, people. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to open it up to people. I'm just trying to read the comments at the same time here. Um. So how should we do this, guys? Um, I'm new to Blab, so I apologize for for my uh, lack of experience. Oh, there's a question about Skype recording software. That's a great question. Um, if you're a Mac user, I'm a big fan of Ecamm, E-C-A-M-M. Um, if you're on PC, there's one called, uh, what's it called, Pamela. That's a, that's a, that's a good one. But there's another one that not many people are using. It's called Evair, E-V-A-E-R, I think, or E-A-R, A-V-E-A-R, I think it is. Or I can't remember. I think it's called Evair. Um, it's really cool. Yeah, Evair or Evair. And it's really cool because it's um, it's like 50 bucks or so, but it's it can record split screen, meaning that you can record two different files. If you're having an audio interview, you can have them, whether audio or video, you can have them separate files and so that you can adjust the audio levels of each one separately, which is really, really cool, uh, especially if the other person on the other end doesn't have a great, uh, doesn't have a great connection uh, audio-wise or a great microphone. So, yeah, so Evair or Pamela for PC and Ecamm, E-C-A-M-M for Mac. Uh, I think they're all around $50 or so. Uh, my home website, um, I've got a bunch of websites, but right now it's my main focus is simplepodcastpress.com. Uh, you can, you know, can hit me on there. You can, there's a help button. You can reach out and ask me a question and, and, uh, yeah, I'd love to hear from everybody and I'd love to hear more tips. Like I've been talking for pretty much the whole time here and I'd love to hear other people's tips, uh, stuff that they use, tools they use that help them save time. Cause it's all about, it's all about saving time. And focus and energy, mental power, mental energies. So you can focus on just creating the content and try to automate as much as you can. Okay, so how anybody want to hop on? Uh, seat is open, I think. Yeah, it looks like the seat is open. You guys, um, anybody got a cool tip to share? Come on, I know you guys do. I know you guys do. You guys. I'm sure everyone, someone's got a little tidbit that can really help somebody out right now. All right, Roger is hopping on. 
may just let you in. Cool. Sure, I will notify my 209 viewers. I just stepped into a conversation that I don't even know what's going on. However, I'm interested in getting into podcasting, and I know what it's like to be sitting there and really have nobody to talk to. You might as well just be periscoping. <laughs> How you doing? Yeah. So, you're one of your podcasts. When are you launching your podcast? When are you thinking of launching your podcast? Well, I... Uh, I don't know that much about podcasting. I'm a filmmaker, and I certainly know a lot about making movies and TV and stuff like that and uh, web content. Uh, but it seems to me like there's an entire world out there of podcasting that you can monetize it all the way through iTunes, if I'm not mistaken, and, and maybe some other places as well. Are there other places besides? Yeah, you can do sponsorships. You can, uh, you know, promote your own product. It's about building, kind of building authority in your niche. You, you, you have this piece of content that people consume through their headsets mostly. Sure. Or in their cars driving. And, and you're just reemphasizing that you're an expert in this field. And you're teaching people, you're educating or entertaining people. And uh, so monetizing can come in different forms through uh, sponsorships, through maybe through products or services you sell on your on your website or through your business. Seems like there's uh, a lot of things you have to just have lined up in order to get your message and the people to your cash register. Mm -hmm. and, uh, would you say in podcasting, that's any easier than um, another format where you actually have to go out and um, maybe do a few other steps like film it and edit it. Uh, you know, there's still quote unquote filming. There's still the recording phase of it. Absolutely. Yeah. So, the, but I, you know, I, I've done both videos and, and audios and videos are more, more involved. You need lights, you need, you know, like a production crew potentially, possibly. So yeah, it definitely, I think it's, it's a smaller investment in terms of equipment uh, compared to video investment on time. You, you can make it as simple or as complicated as, as you need to. But if you focus on the message, that's really the most important part. If you have good content, I know people get caught up with technology, but the content is really what, what really will get people listening. Even if you don't have the best quality audio or production, but if you have great content, people will subscribe and become fans and become listeners. Cool. And how's it been going for you? Yeah. I, like I said, I don't have my own podcast. I am working. I've been in the software uh, podcasting software space, kind of building automation tools for for podcaster, which is the uh, simple podcast press tool that gets you know your actually, podcast on your website. Actually, let's let's take some notes here, and and, uh, and maybe someone with the keyboard can uh, type some of these up. For, but where would somebody like myself, if I wanted to add podcasting to my list of everything else I need to get done with my life, where would mm -hmm. I start? Where would you start? Oh, this could be a long discussion. <laughs> I'm happy to take this off with you offline and have a chat with you. Anytime. Uh, um, if you want to hit me up. I got your Twitter. I can see your Twitter handle. I can see a couple of people calling in right now. And I got another five minutes from my session. Yeah. So I'm you, gonna, I'm if you want to kick you up. me out, you can. I just didn't like seeing you up there alone. Oh, I appreciate it. No, no. I don't mean to be rude or kick you out. I know that um, I got John on here. And I do want to have this conversation with you. So I'm happy. I got your Twitter handle right now. Uh, as soon as we're done, you and I can hop on, uh, hop on a chat. Sounds okay. Cool. How, does, how does that work? Do we start a new? Ch well, here. Um, 
I'll add you on. I'll add you on uh, on Twitter, and we can go from there. And you can always send me an email to uh, coffeebeforebed at gmail dot com. Uh, you want me to get out of the room so you can bring this? Back? I'm gonna bring John in, and uh, um, yeah, sure. Yeah, I don't know if John's gonna contribute to this, this conversation or start a new topic. There he is, John the man. Hey guys, um, let me see if I can switch my camera here. Where where are the settings in this thing? Hmm. Weird. How you doing, Jeff? I'll just talk to this one for now. Good, man. I'm good. How are you? Good, good. I'm well. <laughs> yeah. So what's going on? So how? Uh, what tip do you have for us? Um. So I don't. I came a little late. I don't know if you already shared this tool. It's it's uh it's kind of an automation tool. It's called Auphonic. Did you mention that? I, if you did, I did. Oh, I did not. That's a okay. great one. Cool, Perfect man. Tip. Yeah, and it's really it's really awesome. It's Auphonic, so it's a u p h o n i c dot com. And what it is, it's uh, it's an audio post production web service. And so what it what it does is it, it allows you to reduce the time. Uh, I should I should probably add in the word significantly. It allows you to significantly reduce the amount of time you're spending post production on your show if you are editing your show yourself. Um, it's got. Uh, a, a, I'm just going to read from the website. Um, just for transparency purposes, I'm not coming up with this stuff on my own, but it's got an intelligent leveler. It's got loudness normalization, which, um, I guess is, is, is what broadcast standards use. Um, it's got audio restoration. So it, it get rid, it gets rid of like noise and hum and, and things like that. You guys might hear the AC right now. And so if that happens to be in your audio file, you, it'll, it'll remove that, um, it also allows for metadata management so you can tag your, your show appropriately. So it's just, it's, it's amazing. Um, I, I love it. I, I discovered it uh, early on in my, with my podcast and um, it's one of those things that I use I, and I, I have used for every episode. I'm not putting out episodes as often nowadays, but I, uh, I love it and I, I really recommend it. So Awesome. Thank you, John. Yeah, and I have no uh, affiliation with those guys at all. I, you know, yeah. I, just, totally, yeah. I totally forgot about that. That's a great tool. That is a great tool. Yeah. Um, I think my time is up. I know the Mark is queued up and he's excited and he's got a pretty good talk coming up right now. So, um, guys, thank you so much. I'm going to bring Mark right into the conversation and then I'm going to phase myself out. But thank you. And my Twitter handle's on here. So, I'm happy to continue any conversation offline on Twitter, whatnot, or we can have our own blab session. We can talk about it. So thank you guys for the opportunity. Mark, my man is up podcast websites. Love the shirt. Take it over. 